Welcome back to another episode of the Crown and Collars podcast presented to you by Flawless Noses Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. I go by Black Dante on Twitter. I go by Sika Johnson on Instagram and Facebook. Good to hell look, everybody, with that. I am here. Uh, we have a lot of stuff to talk about, so I don't have no AKAs. And I'm also joined by... What's going on, everybody? This is your girl, Tal Bianca. You can just type that in and you usually find me in most places. Um, you got to put XO at the end on Twitter and you got to put .jpeg at the end on Instagram because I learned a little bit later after the proliferation of those social media sites that I'm trans. So I missed out. But Twitch, Tal Bianca, I got it. Um, what's some other social media places that exist where... Anyway, that's not important. So yeah, there we go. I told you how to find me. You're listening to this podcast. I'd like to thank you. I'd like to thank all of us here at Flawless Noises for tuning in. Um, please go to FlawlessNoises.com and check out all of the wonderful things that we got going on on the network. We got a dozen shows for you. We got Patreon content, so we got bonus content. If you just really love what we got going on, or if you just kind of like what we got going on, but you want more of it, hit that up. Get, get your Patreon on and support us, support the network, and win some bonus content for you. Indeed. And thank you for those announcements. So let's jump into the show. Side, so just park it real quick. You mentioned Twitch, and I. <clears throat> so everybody, anybody that knows me knows that I fucking love video games. I have since I was a child. Since I picked it up uh, as a child, um, my first game I ever played was uh, Super Mario Brothers uh, Three, uh, basically as a hand me down from my sister, and. I've been hooked on video games ever since. Big Nintendo fan, whole family that do play video games, most of them Nintendo people. And I have been thinking about doing streaming because I I peep some streams from some content creators that do content around video games that I enjoy. And also it's I find it is a way to make some coin. Um, and especially in these here trying times, every little bit helps because Lord knows my job ain't paying me enough, but that's a whole nother topic for another day. Um, so yeah, I am thinking about getting into streaming. So once I get all that set up for like the equipment and stuff that I need and you fuck with video games, um, check me out. Be on the lookout for your boy. Uh, and support your boy, cause I listen. I, I I'm trying to diversify my content creation, is what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and also because again, trying to make some extra coin. So, <laughs> fuck with your boy, please. Thank you so much. If you enjoy video games, or just be on the lookout for that. Yeah, keep us keep us posted on that, so we can uh. Bumpy links, and so I can host you on my channel because I've been having all kind of issues with getting like either sound stuff right or video stuff right or both right in some cases. Um, but I got a little community of Twitch DJs I follow, and I'll be hosting the channel on my stuff. So yeah, if you want to be my friend and see when I'm gonna finally fucking go online on Twitch, add me, tell Bianca, and see if we don't meet up there one day. I already got a couple of y'all who I know, so shout out to y'all. Listen, we're we gonna make it work. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get this thing cracker like that. All right. So lots of stuff happened during the week. 
um, up until this point, as it usually do. Usually, I, I, I swear to God, every time we fucking record, some new shit happens that I wish that would happen before we fucking decided to record. Um, but that's just how the that's just how the cookie crumbles in the news in the news cycle happens. So, first things first. Um, <clears throat> First things first, um, one Ruth Bader Ginsburg uh, passed away over the week. Um, She was 87. Um, And uh, I I, I will say this. I'm going to speak for me because I don't want to speak for Bianca. I want to speak for myself. I want to speak for my friend. Um, One thing I do enjoy, people can say is, you know, toxic or you know quote-unquote cancel culture whatever the fuck god whatever how you feel about that shit is how you feel i appreciate the internet um because there's always receipts um and especially like when something like this happens when like an icon you know to most people some people not so much um which i'm gonna get into in a minute you can always find out something and it's then you have the ability to find out that people that you like did things that were even greater than what you liked them for. And you can also find out that they did some also pretty fucked up shit. And for me, I did not know, like I knew obviously about um, Ms. Ginsburg's uh, contributions uh, in terms of advancement for women um, and, re- and women's reproductive rights and things of that nature. I, I, I already knew that. What I did not know, though, was that, you know, like most humans, there's a good thing, good side and bad side. And I didn't really know she was racist like that. Um, so with all that said, and she kind of voted for a lot of stuff that wasn't, like, good for marginalized people. <laughs> so... I say all that to say, with her passing, you are allowed to feel um, sadness. You are allowed to feel um, um, loss um, because it is a tremendous loss. Um, but also the people that don't remember her that fondly because of some of the fucked up shit that she did, those people are also valid too. Uh, and honestly, that goes for like, that can go for like anybody, anybody insert you know when they pass oh shit why are they even alive to be perfectly goddamn honest um just know that everybody's feelings valid and um you don't have to fight over the internet about it and that's all i got to say bianca yeah i just i watch the energy people move with you know that's that's always been my thing like i value in some ways despite my size and stature that sometimes i can move in relative obscurity and I can I can see how other people move when they don't think I'm looking. And one of the things I say a lot on this show, on my timeline, elsewhere, in the internet, and I keep the same energy in front of your face. A lot of you niggas act mighty Republican. Never afraid to say it, never afraid to call it what it is. And with an event like Justice Ginsburg's passing away, um, I saw a lot of high Republican energy emanating off of people. Like, they could not find enough memes and screenshots and everything else posting about things that she did that were objectionable and had nothing for anything positive she did at all ever in her 87 years. And 
that's Republican shit. I'm sorry. Like <laughs> she, she was not somebody out here who was just like an inherently evil, like irredeemable person who just only saw the bad in things and, you know, absconded that power to be an evil, terrible, terrible person. That came out in some of her work, and I would not be the one to tell you that that's not true. Like, let me be completely clear and unambiguous about that. She did some things that, you know, I found out about in her past, and I'm like, ooh, that is extremely objectionable. Or, ooh, how could you have missed a point on something like this? Or just flat out fucked up. Right, whatever, you know. But that goes in, in a particular pile. And then it's like, whoa, you mean to tell me that, like, this woman championed women's ability to like apply for home mortgages, credit cards and divorces without needing a man to co-sign it. Like that's, that's almost the kind of thing we take for granted. And we will jump into something that directly addresses that here a little bit later in the show, but that is an impact that she had too. And one of the things I don't like is just the wholesale ignoring of that. And again, just to immediately like champing to, you know, Oh, well, she died. What did she do negative? What did she do that was wrong? How can I, you know? And so when I see that, I'm, I'm turned off. I really am. Um, because, it's, because it's not balanced and it's not, you know, looking for like any good whatsoever in somebody who did do some good. Um, which, again, is also not me saying that's all we should ever fucking talk about. I mean, do, you know, you can mourn, you can criticize, you can opt not to necessarily mourn and focus on being critical. But like when that's all you're doing, again, I don't see how, like if I took all the things that you posted and I took your name off it and I scrolled that shit and was like, yo, is this a mega or is this somebody I have as my friend on Facebook? Like letting it to my most vulnerable moments. And that's the shit I don't like. So again, that's very limited in being a you know commentary about her and very limited in being a con commentary about the people who might be jumping around in social media doing this and that so i don't know i just as far as her again i i take the good the bad you know it's all part of who she is she doesn't get to be excused for the bad because she passed away and she doesn't get to be denied looked at in a full perspective because she passed like you know this doesn't have to be like a vaseline on the lens rose colored like all we do is say soft shit um but it don't have to be the other way either and i will say this i saw a lot more of the second one than the first one <laughs> i will say this i i'm gonna just keep it real for me and again this is for me and while I get what you're saying, B, for me, I don't necessarily get turned off by people bringing up the fucked up shit people did. Because I'm going to keep it real with you. For me, and again, this is just me personally, on a personal level. And Bianca, you know this about me. Because, because you know I'm petty. If you do a lot of fucked up shit to me on a personal level, I really don't give a damn about the good that you did no more. That's just a rule that I have on a personal level with me. So I can understand people who are like, yeah, she did good, but for me, that bad that she did, 
either outweighs it on a personal level or negates it. I can understand that because I, I, I can understand that and I apply that in my life on a personal level. I'm not saying it's right. I might need a bit of therapy. Who knows? Listen, talk space is available, but it's only, a, I have a very short fuse. Um, or let, let me not say that because that's very, I have a like certain temperament for um, what I would call objectionable be behavior. And you only got one of maybe like two times to do some fuck shit. And I'm like, okay, yeah, it was cool that you lent me $20 when I ain't had no gas in my tank, but girl, fuck you. Cause you out here being a bozo. So that's just me. So I can understand that. But I can also understand trying to look at somebody as a whole person and not just the bad that they did. Yeah, because, I mean, the thing, again, she's 87 years old um, in a position where, I mean... Cause I, oh, not to cut you off real quick, honestly, when I find out like some of the racist stuff that she did or, you know, or more so specifically like voted on, like that pipeline stuff, I was like, I'd expect that from an 87-year-old white woman. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's why I sit with that. Like, I'm not saying it's right. It's just that, like right. I, I kind of expect to, to quote our friend Rashani, I kind of expect old old white people to be to be racist. <laughs> yeah, and I expect them to have unlearned some some measure of it, right? And you know, obviously, as the pendulum, well, it's really not the pendulum at this point, but as the as the <laughs> paradigm shifts, <laughs> you know, like before long, there won't be room for old white people to still hold on to racist ideals um yeah you know as as you know our peer group grows older um there will be way less room for that um and as the people coming up behind us grow older there will basically be no room for it yeah um and what i mean by no room for it and little or limited room for it is not how we as individuals process these things because society is so much bigger than this podcast and our Twitter feeds and whatever. But we are reaching a point where more and more people are being more and more vocal about the ills of racism. And it's not just people who are affected by it. Yes, we have more of a voice and there are people who are more willing to use their voices, their privileged voices to say, no, racism is fucked. Get out of here can't wait till my older family dies and I will make sure like hell that like my younger folks don't learn this shit. There are more of them. I ain't saying we all the way there. It ain't happening in my lifetime. I'm, I'm not counting on it at this point, but oh, somebody, who was, somebody who was 52 years older than me or 51 years older than me carrying racist ideas. All right, well, what's for dinner tomorrow? You know, like. It kind of comes with the territory. Yeah, so. That's that's really where most of my sitting with the notion of this is this is fucking Republican. Like that's what most of that sits at. Like, you know, and I know, you know, people who who don't fucking lionize anybody in their death, like not even family members. And that's fair. Like do what you do with that. But what do we do with the wholeness of a person who by all accounts lived a long and whole life? Like you know, do we boil them down to the very worst things? And I know, like, no one likes that terminology, you know. Oh, we only talk about their worst. And it's like, well, don't do bad things. Like, that that conversation kind of eats its own tail. Um, but, yeah, no, I I fully, like, 
just gonna lay it plain. I don't I don't fuck with the folks who are only being rosy about her life either. Like if we're both in like if you're saying that you don't like I agree with you. I don't fucking that's not my get down either. Um but I do leave space for the fullness of humanity and I do leave space for you know she supported some fucked up shit or some objectionable shit and what does that mean you know what what is how do we hold space for that and at the same time like not treat this woman dying like we treated <laughs> Ben Carson uh, not uh, Herman Cain dying you know yeah <laughs> which by the way why the fuck hasn't that Twitter been, that page been suspended yet I don't know that's so weird like apparently his estate runs it now they be running his goddamn account like it's fucking lipstick alley. I swear to God, like I, I swear to God, I will see that shit put on my timeline, like every once in a blue moon. Not not a cosign, obviously, but just like you know, like when somebody puts something on the on your timeline and they like making fun of it or mocking it and shit. And I swear to God, Herman Cain page be uh, running like fucking TMZ. I think Alan West runs his page as a as like a shadow page. I probably not that Alan West needs to because he has almost a million followers, but still, right? Got more than the Herman Cain page, in fact. But yeah, um, that, that's I think that's what I'm saying. Like when when we get up here and we talk about like how Herman Cain was a class and a race traitor and how he was so responsible for so much legislation and so much lobbying and so much stuff that like unequivocally pushed back against all marginalized peoples like take it someone who was not solely dedicated to that and only talking about it as if they were solely dedicated to that i don't know it just rings hollow for me that's all i'm saying like i don't i don't want anybody to think that i'm telling them like that they can't bring those things up at all but Again, it gets to a point where it's like, this is what I expect to read from, like, Republican timelines. Well, fair, fair. All I'm saying, and we'll wrap up and move on here, because I, we've, well, I, this was a healthy discussion, I think. Um, I didn't expect us to spend as long on it, but I think this was healthy and useful. Um, but my last point, is um your bed is your your bed is your bed um that you make and when you when you do good that's going to be celebrated and talked about when you do bad that should also be talked about and criticized. And criticized, yep. Um, and like I said in my opening, you are not wrong for celebrating Ruth's life and celebrating the good things that she did, but by the same token, people are also not wrong for bringing up some of the fucked up shit that she did. Uh, and there is fucked up shit that she did. Um, and you have to have your level of discernment to figure out is this person to Bianca's point saying this um, as a Republican or are they saying this as some, or are they saying this as someone who one was affected by it Two, 
just finds it objectionable and fucked up, or three, is trying to just move away from the idea that um, only Republicans can do fucked up shit and or be taken the task for it. You have to make that discernment for yourself because I can't tell you because because me Bianca can't nobody else tell you where you will pro- how when where and how you will process that information other than you. Yep. Uh, speaking of process, um, the Louisville Metro Police Department has issued a current um, state of emergency as of the recording of this podcast um, because they are in the process of reaching a decision about um, Brianna Taylor's uh, case. And this lets me know, and me and Bianca talked about this pregame, this lets us know they about to fuck this all the way up. Oh, this is about to be a goddamn disaster. This I saw that a- they, they implicated three other police in this thing. So now, like, you know, there were the three that we knew. Um, mm-hmm. And then it was like, no, there were other police involved, and they were just never naming them. And then today, or somewhere in the last 24 hours, they got named. Yeah. And a short while after, I, like, I closed the phone, I think I rolled over, went back to sleep, and I opened it back up, and it was like, Louisville Metro Police declare a state of emergency, which means their officers can't take time off. They any If they put in for vacations, that shit is canceled. If they are scheduled, they might be asked to work more. If they're not scheduled, they might be asked to come in. And boy, you don't do this unless you think the people about to turn this bitch upside down. This this isn't about like, you don't do this when you're about to disappoint the pro-crop crowd. Right. You do this because you... When, when, you, when you disappoint them, they just all take the uniforms off and they go to their little secret social club meeting and they talk about it and they punch the little glove that be in the bars, you know, that you can measure how strong you punch it. Mm-hmm. They punch those till they all break the, either the gloves themselves or their own hands. Or all three. Or all three. And then they go back to work tomorrow. So, yeah, this, this ain't because they about to do anything to piss off the pro-cop crowd. They are doing this because they about to piss off niggas. They about to piss off niggas. They about to piss off anti-racists. They about to piss off everybody else. Yeah, they are about to the like they they are about to fuck this up, and it ain't even it, it's not even funny. But like the thing is, like they are doing this, and it's like, um, cause you know, and I'm so glad people have finally stopped doing this, or at least, or at least. Either people have stopped doing this or I've just done a better job with my filters on social media because like let people tell it like people uh the let people tell it um people had just like forgotten about Breonna Taylor. Meanwhile, like I don't think they have stopped protesting in Louisville. I think they pro- like as of this recording now they are still protesting. Like they have not stopped fucking shit up there since she. Since oh yeah, they was they killed. they've been going hard in Louisville, like Louisville, Minneapolis, Portland, Seattle, um, to less extent New York City. Like they 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 keep going. Like yeah, and I'm not saying that's the only five, but yeah, they 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 have yeah, like, like people have not. It's been a hot summer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Um. 
So like they have not stopped and uh, they we we already know what time it is. They are issuing this because this is this has the potential to be probably another Ferguson, but are but probably worse. No, I ain't no probably probably guaranteed worse. Oh yeah. So um yeah, we have been at it um for something like 115 straight days since mm-hmm. George Floyd was murdered and it was an opportunity to open a conversation about Breonna Taylor who had been killed a couple months prior um, and also Ahmaud Arbery who was hunted by those vigilante folks who thought they were doing a good thing for the neighborhood and yeah other than other than the air catching on fire in Portland like we didn't stop um, and even when it did we found other means of organizing um, shifting the lines, getting mutual aid over to the people affected by the fires, while the Trump ralliers, I don't know if you saw the video of this or not, Jeremy, but yeah, there was video of the folks who left from the suburbs, the surrounding areas, they mostly had more Washington plates than Oregon plates. Um, but the Oregon plates, you could tell, were from like deep in the sticks anyway they had like trump shit and like the blue lives matter flag and the thin blue lion flag and the trump 2020 flag and a lot of the shit flying from their vehicles as they drove into the city to terrorize people and on that same night was the first time like any person-to-person violence happened because you got to remember a lot of the squaring off was between protesters and police mm-hmm. and so when these counter demonstrators came up and were like Nah, y'all, we we coming to bring the smoke to y'all because the police are governed by like rules and shit that they have to follow. We can just come and fuck y'all up in no consequence because the police on our side. Basically, that's what they were saying. Um, and yeah, that's when we had like actual like person in person fucking violence. Um, but no, they yeah, moving it back to Louisville. They they again, you don't declare something like this if you're about to do the right thing. The right, you absolutely do this if you're about to do the wrong thing. You um, might even if you're doing the right thing, you might even say like, we got a budget proposal in the works, and you gonna see fewer cops on the streets. Right. Because this yeah. definitely, because this, this definitely comes off. Because because they this is coming off the heels of uh, Brianna's family receiving a twelve million dollar settlement, and niggas yep. was not happy about that. Like I say, Louisville has still been going hard. So they, this mm-hmm. is a y'all. This is a we are expecting you niggas to riot, and we are getting prepared because this is this is about to be a shit show. Yeah, so um, please find ways to support people on the ground doing the work in Louisville. Indeed. Because it's about to get a lot harder for them. I see it. Mm, yeah, you can see the writing on the wall. Well, speaking of work, uh, let's talk about the 70, the, 70, the, the 72 annual Primetime Emmy Awards, shall we? Um, we can go on into that, yeah. Uh, normally, I'll be honest, normally we don't talk about award shows like that on this show, but we thought it pertinent to, to discuss this 
um, one in particular because we celebrate black uh, black excellence um, on this show, and in particular, black black girl magic and black girl excellence. Um, and we want to honor Miss Zendaya. Yeah, for making history as she was the winner. Um, she was the t- the youngest the youngest actor actress uh, or actor I think period um she was the youngest ever to win best lead actress in a drama uh for her role as Rue on Euphoria nice so I always think of Rue as Hunger Games like am I getting that wrong is this a Hunger Games story uh, I think I think there is a character on Hunger Games called Rue I do believe so. I listen, y'all. I, I have not watched Hunger Games. Um, I watched a bit of Euphoria, um, and it was it was a trip <laughs> to say the least. Um, but that, okay, that no. So it's I just I just looked it up. No, Rue Rue in Hunger Games is a whole other. But Rue in Hunger Games it was weird because people who read the books didn't realize that she was written as described as like cinnamon skinned, and then they got all pissed on the internet when I found out that it was a black girl uh, actually cast to play her. But back to Zendaya. Uh, shout out to her because, I mean, I don't know anything about the Euphoria show. Is it on Netflix? Is it on Hulu? Who? Uh... HBO. HBO, okay. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a trip. I'll tell you that damn much. Uh, it, g- good show. Um, I, I stuck with it for a few episodes. Um, but the thing with me is that I watch, you know, Especially, you know, doing a whole other show on the network, I watch so much stuff that it's like it's hard for me sometimes to like narrow down stuff that I watch. So I have to pick pick, pick up stuff. I have to drop some stuff, and I had to drop Euphoria. But from what I from what the the episodes that I did watch, it was good. It was just a, a you you have to go into it knowing that it's about to be some some wacky shit. Okay. Uh, but it, it but it's 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 very good. Um, and and I played. Zendaya, she played the fuck out of Rue. And it shows in her work and she won, being the youngest Emmy winner uh, for Best Lead Actress. And uh, her reaction um, just was so precious. Um, by now, you've probably seen it on the internet. She being her, her being surrounded by supporters, friends, loved ones, and just her reaction, it was, it's just so precious. Um, and she she deserved she deserved like I said she played the hell out of Rue and just, she just is a a great young black actress period. Hell yeah! Shout out to her. Good on her for I mean she's what twenty five somewhere in that range twenty four yeah. Shit, this is this is a bright future and to have yeah to have an Emmy already like that's big yeah um yeah. It's some, it's some, it's some people, you know, twice her age who unfortunately don't have Emmys and are, and are good as hell at what they do. But I mean, sometimes we all know how these award shows in Hollywood and you know how white people can be. So you know, but good on her, good mm-hmm. on her. Uh, someone else who won big um, at the Emmys was uh, one Dave Chappelle. Um, he won big with him for his Netflix special. Oh boy, I, I know right. He won big for his stand-up special, Sticks and Stones, um, nabbing three awards. Um, and he uh, he was not um he was not very humble. Um, 
he basically said that this is, um, and I told you so to um, every everybody who was criticizing it, but, but because of the um, the 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 material and jokes of said special, um, you know, such as his very fucked up um, LGBTQIA jokes, uh, his whole shtick about you know cancel culture and you know. Kevin Hart and things of this nature, um, which is weird because I still cite his "What if the internet was real?" skit from season two of Chappelle's Show all the damn time. Right. Um, the thing with I just the thing with Dave and like this constant like this this is his stick now. This is just his stick, and it's like Dave, your entire brand of comedy up until like the Chappelle show and, and, and during the Chappelle show, your entire brand of comedy was being critical of society, being a critic. That was your entire, that's your entire thing. And the minute you get criticized because you are choosing, choosing to like not evolve with the times, now all of a sudden you just f- forgot about all about what made you Dave. I don't get it. Like, how can you be somebody that made an entire career being critical, but when you're criticized, but you're criticized, you lash out like a toddler. That is, it's a, it's a symptom of male privilege ultimately. Um, when people who are in positions of what they perceive as power um, get spoken of as if they actually don't have power or as if their power doesn't really mean anything to them, they lash out. They, they give this type of, this particular type of bad feedback. And so I'm not that surprised, honestly, that this is what it's come to for him because he got older. He got, you know, he got stodgy. Um, I completely understand when he left the, um, the comedy circuit because he was pissed off because the fans kept on like, he'd be at the comedy hall getting ready to do a show and he's got like all this material and yeah, like the, you know, the, the Chappelle show is big or whatever, but he's got all this material that he's trying to do for like touring purposes, not for TV purposes. And people just in the crowd kept yelling, Rick James, bitch. And he was just like, all right, I had enough of that. Yeah. And that part I completely understand. And also, you know, the reason why he quit the Chappelle show was because he felt like white people were laughing too hard at the jokes. But it's like, well, Dave, that's kind of why people are disappointed in you and your brand of comedy now. It's because you you get it. You You know, you know when... You're like, okay, like this joke is meant to like criticize y'all and like how fucked up y'all are, and y'all are laughing a bit too hard at this shit. So it's like you know better. You're just choosing not to. You're choosing not to be better. You're choosing not to be as clever and funny and brilliant as we know that you are. You're choosing to be a shock jock at your big ass age, at your big ass successful ass age. You are you and this bitch trying to be black Joe Rogan and shit. Like, get out of here. <laughs> accurate, accurate, Bianca, accurate. Like it's disappointing. 
And the fact that you keep, keep like, nigga, you won an Emmy. Who, like, like, you didn't give a fuck about the critics when the special came out. Why even address it now? You didn't give a fuck then. You still don't give a fuck. So why, why even address it? You won an Emmy despite it be, your special objectionably not being like Bianca said, like being black, <laughs> being black Rogan. Like, sir, who cares? <laughs> For someone that says cancel culture is sensitive, you damn sure being sensitive about this bitch. Super sensitive. At your big ass age, Dave. <sighs> you hate to see it, but you know, like you said, male privilege, black male privilege. What you know, <sighs> niggas, 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 niggas. Um. Well, if you were hoping that Bobby Schmurda would be coming home, uh, you probably want to wait a little longer. Um. Law enforcement has told variable sources such as TMZ and Complex that Bobby Schmurder has been denied parole and remain in jail until 2021. Uh, the judicial system isn't convinced that Schmurder has fully rehabilitated as, as it was revealed that Bobby will have to serve his maximum sentence of seven years. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, well, as the as the article reads, throughout his time in jail, Bobby was reportedly racked up. Ha, well, sorry, reportedly racked up more than ten violations for drug possession, fighting, having a weapon, and other offenses. This should have been factors that impli- impeded the rapper's release, since good behavior is heavily considered by the parole board. Um, if you uh, need a reminding of why Bobby is in jail in the first place. Um, he and his fellow af- affiliates were arrested in 2014. Um, in, se- in September of 2016, Bobby pled guilty to conspiracy to possess weapons and possession of a weapon charges and was sentenced to seven, seven years in prison. Um, with good behavior, he was eligible for release early this year, but it, um, the, the parole people said, no, no, he has, uh, he has not learned that you do not need to have, um, a weapon on you, um, and you do not need drugs. And so he will be, he's scheduled to be released at earliest of December of next year, as opposed to being released this year for early behavior. Um, I will say I thought Bobby was already out because, <laughs> Like, Ain't no I, way in hell you thought that. I, listen, look, listen. As, I know as, the nigga as big a hole as it is in, in rap right now that he would specifically be feeling, ain't no way in hell you thought he was out already. <laughs> listen, because I ain't heard about the nigga in forever, okay? I thought the nigga, I thought the nigga was out laying low, sipping like a Mai Tai or something in quarantine, okay? I didn't know the nigga was still in jail. Don't judge me, okay? Yeah, you know, he... Slide across, uh, what is this? Slide across calls with that tool or whatever he was saying. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I still watch that uh video of him doing that performance uh for all those record execs. Mm-hmm. And classic Bobby, classic 
classic. What I love about it is not really watching him. Because so, I know what he does, right? I've seen the video like twice. So I know he's going to rap and he's going to point. He's going to slide on the table and he's going to get up and he's going to um, do some moves that had my old ass feeling like, boy, if you don't be careful on this table, you're going to fall and hurt something. <laughs> right. And so, yeah. So I, yeah. Um, I watched the people in the crowd <laughs> just to see how they vibe into what it is that he's doing and saying and stuff. And it's like three folks who, if you watch them, you'll get like some objectively funny stuff to laugh at. And all the rest is just like very milk toast and just like, mm, okay, well, that happened. And just like I want that video of Odell Beckham and Russell Westbrook dancing in the club. I would like to talk to like a couple of them and just be like, yo, what were you feeling the day he performed? Is this how it always goes? Um, did you, did you like it? Did like, were you one of the people who said, yes, let's get him a record deal? Like, how does that go? I, I too would like, I, I want, I want to know what was going, th- what was going through his mind, honestly, when he did it. Also that. But because, because, because I mean, let's be like with high erratic Bobby is, and I mean, it's entertaining, but ain't no in here he was like, ain't no in here he went into that, like, this is what I'm gonna do. Like, some of that shit just had to be spurred a moment, I'm gonna kill him with this one, like, on, like, on the spot. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, um, because I don't really know, I don't know a whole lot of his music. I know the songs I think I'm supposed to know, and then like maybe a couple other ones, but yeah, you know the important ones. But right, so like, how'd you get here, and how much of your life are you truly rapping about in getting there? Right. Well, he well one thing's for damn sure he's not getting out anytime soon. Uh, first of all, nigga, Bobby, Bobby. Well, he actually he might be about the shit he he rap about because nigga, you took a plea deal to get out early, and then you fucking it up on bad behavior. Nigga, still having weapons in the in the in the prison, in the damn prison. Like Bobby, you already in behind bars. What, more? like sir, sir? I'm <laughs> saying, talking about you getting ready to drop new music, which I guess you finna be on some Gucci Man shit. Releasing music from goddamn jail. <laughs> Smurda man, I got this bitch. Like, sir. Now you got to now you got to wait until Hall of Next Year. We don't even know if we're gonna be here next year. Bobby. Get it together, Bobby. Come home. The streets need you. But apparently the parole said, no, nah, nigga, you, you ain't seeing the street. Like everybody else, you ain't seeing the streets no time soon. Nope. <laughs> At all. Keep your head up, young homie. Hope somebody's putting something on your commissary. Uh, he- hello. Listen, listen, listen. Hopefully, listen, some, hopefully somebody can get a hold of Kim Kardashian. Because she, she just seemed to be right here trying to free all niggas out of goddamn prison and shit. Also, speaking of, we are not going to talk about her, her husband's antics on this here podcast. Um, good to hell luck, everybody, is all we got. Mm. Um, speaking of antics, um, Ellen DeGeneres um, returned to the studio for the season premiere of her show. Um, and in it, 
she addressed the allegations um, that has been surrounding her and the, and the Ellen Show over the summer. That's like Bianca said, talk about a hot a hot summer. Um, a hot summer. That's oof, burning even. Um, she said, quote, as you may have heard um, this summer, there were allegations of a toxic work environment at our show. And there was an investigation. I learned that things happened here that never should have happened. I take that very seriously. And I want to say I'm sorry to the people that were affected. I know that I am in a position of privilege and power. And with that comes responsibility. And I take responsibility for what happens at my show. She added, uh, she is now taking responsibility uh, for what happens. And the show will be making drastic changes going forward in the future. Um, yeah, we're going to see. Right. <laughs> right. Like, I like, listen, not to, not to be negative and only talk about the negative, but this kind of reads, this, this is classic. T- to me, this comes off as classic. I'm doing damage control because I should have done something about this a long time ago. Yeah, it's it's very remnant, uh, reminiscent of what Mark Cuban was saying when his front office was under a whole lot of fire for some things that they had been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's been lots of other front offices guilty or at least charged of impious doings. And yeah, I'm I'm like I said, we gonna see, I guess. Um, right. I, I hope mean, that any I hope that anybody who carried over from that staff, right, is really taking the lead on. Girl, you know we're gonna hold you to this, right? Right. Right. Like right. that. No, go ahead, B. No, that's just that's just where we are with that. Like, I hope anybody who again was impacted previously, who has stuck around, either because you know they do actually like the job, or because. They they want to be a part of the rebuild, or they just want to be in a building and make her ass be accountable. Yeah, yeah, I just I hope that whatever they want out of it is what they get out of it. Indeed, because like, like speaking for like, because like we here on this show don't you know really check for Ellen like that, or if at all. Uh, but what we do care about is people that um, are in positions of power um, actually being accountable um, and accounted for um, and doing what they say. And we also don't fuck with places that are that had, you know, the environment that the people affected alleged that happened. You know, like we don't we don't fuck with like racism at, at workplaces, even if it's not all workplace. We don't fuck with harassment and you know, at 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 best, uh, harassment and at worst, assault. Like we don't we don't fuck with that. So we hope that um, we hope that Ellen is sincere. But we've seen in the past a lot of people talk a good game, but don't back it up. And again, this comes off as damage control because I am sorry with some of the stuff that we some of the stuff that we even talked about here on this show and just stuff that we've read and kept up with since this all came out. Ain't no way in here Ellen didn't know about none of this shit. Some yeah, of it, maybe, but all of it, nigga? Hell no. 
Yeah, it it always strikes me as this like you you knew nothing was going on from your seniors. Like no one, like like you was in your the desk. Dark. It's always weird energy to me. Um, Very weird. Very weird. So, uh, but like we said, we'll see. We just hope that the people that are affected are have have some kind of some semblance of peace. Um, and we hope that, like you said, that if they stay just because they want to hold her accountable or just because they need that check, listen, we understand. We just hope y'all are good. And like I said, we hope that Ellen is sincere and holds her and, and allows herself to be held accountable and wills the privilege and power and influence that she has for good reasons. Right. Um, last but certainly not least, um, over the weekend, um, well, last week, um, probably like maybe what, like a couple of days after we recorded, it was confirmed that Miss Cardi B um, filed divorce from her husband, um, rapper um, Offset of the Migos. Um, honestly, I am very, um, I am very hurt that I can't call them the sets anymore. Um, because I feel like that was some of my best material. <laughs> uh, but, you know, hey, there are more important things in life than my jokes. So, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, but, yeah, Cardi announced that she is, she filed, well, she didn't announce. Um, it was reported that she filed for divorce from Offset. Um, and then she opened up about some of the reasons why she filed for divorce. Um, and it was not some of the rumors that were floating around that he cheated and got somebody else pregnant or that she's filing for divorce for attention, which she addressed, which on the one hand, I don't, on the one hand, I hate that Carter feels the need to explain herself, but on the other hand, I get it because you get tired of motherfuckers lying on your name. Um, yep. So, like, I get it. Um, but, yeah, she basically just said, like, she got tired arguing with that nigga that they were not um, as in love as they once were when they first got married. Um, they don't see eye to eye on a lot of things anymore. Um, um, the things they do see eye to eye on, obviously a baby culture who looks just like her goddamn auntie Hennessy. Mm. Uh, listen, look, that is like, we all like, obviously no duh. Like we know that's Cardi's child, but I'll be damned if she don't look like her auntie. I will be, that is a minute miniature Hennessy. Right. Look, listen, got stole her whole ass face. Whole face. But also, Coach is just like an adorable child. She really mm. um they yeah, did good. Just, yeah. But yeah, she just said her offset just they what happens a lot of times in you know relationships. You just drift apart, you fall out of love, you know, you 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 argue more than you than you you, you come together on things and Obviously, you know, the the infidelities on offset part did have a hand in it. Um, but ultimately she just said they just grew apart. Um, yep, and that happens sometimes. Yeah. Um shout out to her for acknowledging it and realizing, hey, just because I've been doing this thing doesn't mean I gotta keep doing this thing. Right. And also shout out to the fact that she can apply for a divorce in the first place on her own. Hello. Did, 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 that, did that come through? Yeah, it did. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. This is my first time whispering into this new microphone, so I don't know if it's effective or not. 
Oh, trust me, friend, it's effective. Okay, good. Um, free Cardi B. <laughs> free Cardi B. Uh, well, she is trying to free herself. She is asking. Uh, she is divorcing her husband. Um, and she is also asking for child support. Um, so you know that's our. You already know that's going to aggravate the um the the the. The uh the Nevadius the nigga named Nevadius uh Negro Coalition. <laughs> uh, uh because like they have already listen, the sex the sexism misogyny has already jumped out. Um because of course the immediate reaction to this from folks that don't have sense was saying that this was karma, uh, or saying, you know, m- negative things and mean things about Carter because of WAP, which Again, WAP ain't that raunchy of a damn song for all this carrying on that y'all been doing. I mean, it's raunchy. Don't get me wrong, but like, yeah, yeah, it's raunchy. But like, we've 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 heard like how raunchy hip hop can get from both men and women. Like, it's you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, it's levels. It's levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like just the the, the just the the. The, the the levels of misogyny, like this woman says, she don't even hate this man. They just grew apart, and that's why she filing for divorce. And somehow it's it's still her fault. She don't even bash. She didn't even bash the nigga. She just said, "Hey, you know, we just grew apart, and I don't like arguing with my my baby's father anymore." And she's still getting blamed for shit. I, well, I, again, obviously his infidelities played a part in it, but she gave you the reason why she filed for divorce, and y'all still are being misogynistic and trash towards her. Women cannot win for losing. Not at all, but we're still going to try. We're going to try to win. Y'all deserve. Y'all deserve. But good for Cardi. Um, good for baby culture. And I would, I'm, I'm going to even say good for Mr. Sit. Because this is a, I mean, I know he ain't going to take it, and do it because he a nigga. But this is an opportunity for him to just focus on being a good dad, which Carter has, you know, said that he is a wonderful dad to baby culture and get in some therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, now, again, I don't think he's going to do that because niggas and, you know, niggas love not to, l- niggas love to not win. But I think that would be a good win for, for, for Mr. Set. To just be a better husband, go and, go and get some therapy. Get get yourself together and just do better and do right by the mother of your child, even though y'all not y'all won't be together anymore. And do right by your child. Yeah, I think that's, that's all we care for about. Everybody, we don't we don't care about him sniffing around her, maybe trying to be somewhat present. Just be be good to the baby. Just be good to the baby. Damn, I didn't realize culture was too. It just—it seemed like she was just born yesterday, right? Yeah, damn, we, you know. Um, well, that's it for the the pop culture and news segment. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back to wrap up the show with some HBCU fashions. Hey, this is Bree of Mama Meets World. Every two weeks, my show is live. It's a safe and special place for Black mothers and the people who love us. So for more about the Black motherhood experience, make sure you subscribe to my show. I'm sure you'll love it. Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. 
You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com slash store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With $5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to Patreon.com slash Flawless Noises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. And we're back to wrap up the end of the show with HBCU Fashions. These are going to be a hot-ass mess, I can go ahead and guarantee you. Let's go ahead and start off with negativity, shall we? All right. Um, <laughs> uh, this is one that uh, is anonymous, but we it's it's fam you. It says anonymous, but it's fam you. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll see. <laughs> I love when this happens so much. All right, let's let's get into it. And you can see why I say that when I read it. <clears throat> Is it bad that I've started to be? Is it bad I've started to like being blackmailed f- for sex by my side nigga? He said he'll tell my man when it was meant to be just a one night stand, and so now I keep seeing him. The guilt kind of turns me on. Anonymous slash fam, you. All right, we're gonna have to read that one one more time. Is it bad that I've started to? Uh, damn, there, yeah, running from the top. Is it bad that I've started to like being blackmailed for sex by my side nigga? He said he'll tell my man when it was meant to be just a one night stand. And so now I keep seeing him. The guilt kind of turns me on. Anonymous. Slash okay, family. yeah, that's, that's definitely a fam. <laughs> Fucking HBCU fashion. Yeah. That is, is absolutely fam you. Wow. So she is clearly not getting what she needs from her relationship. Stepped out. Decided to get it from a lituation mm-hmm. and specifically likes the threat looming over the end of her relationship that no longer serves her. Uh, yeah, uh, okay. The call is coming from inside the house. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like Miss Miss Ma'am's mama, you are addicted to toxicity in your life. And this nigga that you cheating on your man with knows that he is using this leverage. He is, he is, he is. He's is maxing so, that leverage out. That, he stre- <laughs> he's stretching you and that leverage out. That's what he's doing. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Well, I, I, you kind of standing up in your truth. Um, being that it's not your man that stands up in you, but this side nigga. But, you know, I, I, mm. 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 You're gonna make you are gonna break that man's heart and he gonna end up he gonna end up writing a goddamn thread about how WAP is destroying the black community. <laughs> Girl break up with him. He is gonna be 38 holding on to that hurt. Right. You 36. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one. So I've been fucking with this girl for about two years off and on, but refused to commit. 
I recently heard that she was trying to get pregnant by me, so I ended the flame. Weeks later, she fucks my brother to get me jealous, but it didn't work. Now she just looks like a hoe. WSU. WSU? Which HBCU? That is a new one. That is a new one. Never seen WSU in the fashions since we've been doing these. Let's see. Let's get on it here. Um, the first thing that popped into my mind was Wisconsin State University, but I'm like, that ain't no damn HBCU. I'm saying Wisconsin ain't got no goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I'm like, that's what popped in my mind. Then my mind was like, nigga, that ain't no damn HBCU. Yeah, because you got Winston, yeah, Winston Salem State. That's WSSU. Maybe, and they just forgot the other U. Oh, uh, that's yeah. Maybe let me see, because that's you said just WSU, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's got to be what it is. Got to be Winston Salem State University, because mm-hmm. um, none yeah, of the other ones really make sense. Right. Anyway. Um, okay, Rep- Winston Salem representation. Okay. Diet. You know they they've been in it like once or twice, not more than that though. But yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, maybe not looks like a hoe, but definitely certainly looks like a fool for trying to, like... I mean, clearly she wanted your genetics to contribute to her baby. I don't know if you got a beard that connects or if you... Maybe you got your a hairline. Maybe your hairline goes all the way through or maybe you 6'5". I don't know. I don't know what she Maybe, maybe you, don't, you don't skip leg day. I don't know. But she wanted she wanted something out of your genetics to contribute to her family planning considerations. Um, uh, and you wasn't with that, which, to be fair, it's all right to not be with that. Right. I mean, again, maybe stop short of calling her a hoe and just say, right. yo, she is wild misguided. But yeah, yeah. let's just move on. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, no, nobody wins in that situation. The only person that maybe went one is like your brother that she fucked, but even that is like, I mean, girl, I guess. Okay. I've been dealing with this dude for some time now. Parentheses, by the way, I'm a guy. We link often. He tells me that he loves me and things, but he can't show it in public just yet because he's an athlete and his family doesn't approve of that lifestyle. I'm over it. Fam you. Ooh, baby. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> it fucking sucks because there was a thing on Twitter the other day that, you know, was an athlete and his boyfriend, and it was like, it was a tender moment after a game, and it was like, oh, this is wholesome and adorable. And you you start hoping that there could be more of that, but, yeah, there's definitely that level of homophobia in a black community. Um, yeah. No matter, like, where this you know, whatever sport or whatever, like the end line may look like for it. It sucks that they can't like make this official for the, you know, for the family, um, for their family sensibilities, more specifically. Mm-hmm. So, Who was it? Um, uh, the NFL player. Remember him when he, when him and his boyfriend kissed, he got uh, drafted. Yeah. Michael Sam. Yes. 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 Like that kerfuffle of like an openly gay black man showing affection to his partner, like the 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 
the goddamn like reverse think pieces on that shit, you know, with the homophobia just jumping out. Oh, it leapt out. Right. Uh whew. Yeah, remember that. That was yeah, that was twenty sixteen. That was that was on the move back to the States. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Just saw that um they broke up. Uh his then boyfriend and Michael Sam. Um that, oh they broke up? Yeah. I'm doing the the read on the the latest of the lowdown of the no down and yeah referred to as um actually referred to as ex fiancés before that draft. Mm. Oh no, right after that, the year after the draft, it was 2014. My bad. That was the same year we started doing a podcast. Um and, Damn, so they broke up right after the draft. About a year probably, yeah. Damn. Okay. Yeah, okay, that tracks. Mm. Yeah, homophobia sucks. It definitely sucks. All right. Let's let's move on to another confession that sucks. Um I was I was a stepdad for four months and it was the worst experience of my life. She was still fucking her baby daddy. On my former stepkids, my first child, my first child needs to be your first. I'm not dating girls with kids because they never let go of their baby dads. Fam you. Of course. Yeah. That ain't always true. Yeah, that ain't always true. That's not always true. That's just always true and fam you. Yeah. It's a like, fam you thing. <laughs> one of the so, you know, one of the things about that whole like you you got to do the exploration on that fairly early on and you got a lot of things you got to weigh as somebody who's dated people with kids in the past. Um presence slash locality, right? Of other parent acknowledgement that they are a family no matter what um because that is that is two people who created a little version of some parts of themselves that's correct. that's a family um correct and yeah you, you you gotta determine what what lingering feelings they might have for each other that they you know very carnally act on when the mood's right or whatever it's not universal. Like it's not that. Oh, you got a kid with some somebody, so you always gonna. Some people got kids with people they don't want to do nothing, nothing to do with. Some people right. have kids with people that they're not even like they're not even attracted to that person type anymore, or they never were attracted to that person type. But you know, fucked around and got your boy pregnant. Um, <laughs> right. We all remember that story. But no. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would say maybe I don't know. Like, and again, I don't want to like do the same thing where I'm like, oh, I'm about to say a stereotype. But, you know, younger people may be more inclined to stick to the people that they know and have dealings with while wanting to also explore. Older people maybe let go of those inhibitions. They make grown decisions about, you know, am I keeping this person around or what? Um, but no, just because this one went bad doesn't mean, again, you can make the choice and say, nah, I'm cool on dating people with kids. You can make that choice, but don't make it about Oh, because they all just want to fuck their ex. It's not always true. Indeed. Well said, Bianca. Uh, it is always true in fam you, though. It, again, it's, it's a fam you thing. It's a fam you thing, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> very central to, <laughs> to these HBCU fashions. Thank you, fam you, for existing only for this purpose. 
Yeah, correct. If only for this purpose, I mean. It, it, correct. Uh, next one. <clears> Tee <throat> hee. So my what? boy, <laughs> that's how the that's how it starts. Why? That's how it starts. Why would it, okay? <laughs> okay, let me start over. <clears throat> so my boyfriend, <laughs> so my boyfriend upset me before I came to see him. So as I pulled in his yard, I put boogers in my mouth and tongue kissed him. Oops, JSU. All right, I think um, we just gonna move right to the next HBCU fashion. I yeah, that is you. Let me say this real quick. You okay. nasty bitch. <laughs> there we go. That's that's the commentary on that one. Yes, that's it on that one. I um, think that's the show title today. Tee hee hee. Somebody wrote that. Like, <laughs> like they typed that out as as the opening line for that fashion. Like I, I know, I know, <laughs> like I know she pity as shit. Like childish ass. Right, hello, <laughs> like one, you nasty. Two, you childish as hell. I hope he, I hope he breaks up with you. Like he, he oh. don't deserve that. Yeah, that that is that is disgusting. With your childish strange. ass, oh tee he he oh tee he high ass girl, fuck you. If the nigga made, made you that upset, just break up with him or fuck his barber. You don't right. do no disgusting shit like that. Not his brother, but yeah, it's barber. Yeah. Right. Because I mean, the bartender barber. at his favorite bar, you know? Yeah. yeah. Ruin a memory for him. That, that's my bad. Do, some, Ruin, do, Ruin something, a... do something. Do something constructive. Shout out to the Bad Advice Show. We love y'all and we miss y'all. But that's my bad advice. Ruin, ruin a memory of his. Yeah. Don't ruin your, your hygiene. <laughs> That was dumb. You can't get those minutes back. Right. Girl, you, you girl, you could fuck around and catch something. That is bacterial. The fuck is wrong with you? Anyway, okay. Next one. My boyfriend broke up with me because I answered the phone for my homeboy that's in jail. He got to saying he can't trust me, acting like I'm horrible. I said it's not that deep. Was he wrong to break up with me if he already knew about our friendship? Guys, help me out. Anonymous slash fam you. This is Southern behavior, first off. Um, <laughs> touche. Touche. And secondly, I mean, I guess it depends on what other conversations we had around that previously. Um, but ultimately, that's your friend, and you do what you got to do to keep your friendships purified because... As you just learned, niggas come and go. Um, yeah. Friendships, the ones that matter, last forever. And when they don't last forever, it's a different kind of hurt. So, yeah. Like, please. And be... also, your homeboy's in jail. He already ain't got shit to lose. Right. He can't lose your friendship. He, and it ain't like you, yeah, you can't go to jail. Right. Like, y'all can't interact physically. So, right. So, yes, I do think that your boyfriend was tripping. Yeah, he was tripping. I do think your boyfriend was tripping. <laughs> I think your boyfriend was tripping, but hey, 
this is your friend, like like Bianca said, niggas niggas come and go, but friends last forever. Uh, maybe um, that friendship lasts forever can turn into a romantic last forever, and you can have a my more story. Oh boy, <laughs> can we? Is it bad if we talk about that during the HBCU fashions? We we could talk about it. This all show, fuck it. Um, yeah. I would say probably the funniest thing that I saw was <laughs> probably the funniest thing and funniest commentary that I saw was Sha- was Chantel of uh, uh, Natural Order on Twitter where she said. Uh, from the <laughs> from from the prison to pussy pipeline, that shit had me <laughs> fucking screaming. <laughs> that shit was funny as hell. All I have to say is I hope that the optics don't necessarily look the best, uh, but I hope that everybody involved um, is safe, um, healthy, and most importantly, that everything that is going on is consensual. Um, and that's really all I got on it. Uh, Bianca, how do you feel? Um, I couldn't even call Santoya Brown cute. And and we're going to let this right. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, to, to, to be fair, you were, to be fair, to be fair, it was a safe space on this show. Now, outside of this show, I don't know. But on this show, you calling her cute was a safe space. Okay. Cause she's got a pretty smile. I had, listen. Anyway, um, and yeah, I I don't know. Um, I am really thankful that she is out of prison and is happily married and is getting to the work around criminal justice reform. Uh, yeah, I hope I I. <laughs> I hope that she does continue to work and it wasn't necessarily just to get this one particular dude out of jail so she could marry him. He, he, he was a member of Pretty Ricky. I, yeah. He was a member of Pretty Ricky. Let's just move on. I, ooh, good in hell look, everybody. I did. Mm. Right, <laughs> mm. Okay. Mm. All right. So <laughs> let's move on to the next question, shall we? Um, yeah. my my boyfriend always roasted me because my nipples look pointy. So I got tired of it and said my other boyfriend likes it as a joke, and now he won't talk to me. B C U. Bethune Cookman. Okay, so just down the road. From FAMU, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. Same ballpark. <laughs> this whole situation is stupid. It really is. Like, I mean, I get teasing teasing your partner about certain stuff and being light with it, but nigga, why? I mean, okay, her nipples are pointed, but I'm sure y'all, you were sucking the one y'all was fucking. So, like, what? <laughs> I, you know, I, I mean, she might have had traffic. She might have had cones, but again, nigga, you were sucking them cones. Like, so I don't. Right. I don't. I don't. I don't get why you was making fun of her for that. Um, but also, like, I don't get. 
Well, I get why, because I mean, you get tired of niggas playing in your face, but like, I don't get the like my other boyfriend likes it if you one don't have said other boyfriend and two that you care about the niggas feelings that you hurt so like all of this could have been avoided this was just stupid yeah um I just hope that um when other boyfriend goes from hypothetical to actual person that he actually like appreciates all of you. Correct. All right. And as for the dude who got his feelings hurt, I mean, talk shit, get hit. Yeah. You never know how people going to react to the first attack. Yeah. You better get back bars, nigga. Have you not listened to James Brown, the big payback? Right. A sweet revenge by spooks. Like, come I'm on, just, I'm just, I, I, I'm just saying. Do I think, she, do I think she kind of, I, do I think she was a bit goofy? Yes, but I also think that you were stupid for initiating the attack. Nobody wins here. Nobody wins. Nobody wins. All right. So next one, and we're gonna get out of here. My girl posted her ex nigga that died and the caption said I would I would never love another nigga like I loved you bull been dead for about a year now why would she post that if she's with me nigga got caught lacking a year ago and she forgot about the things I've done for her Lincoln (laughs) (laughs) the ghost of niggas That's why, because Lincoln is a HBCU in Pennsylvania, and the fact that he said "bowl" immediately let me know this is a Philly cat that we were talking about. Right, <laughs> right. So yeah, I am. <laughs> My level of surprise is you know, it's basically zero. Um, this is on this is on brand for a Philly nigga. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean. Bull got murked early. Right. I'm sorry. Shout out to all my Philly folks. I love y'all. Um, yes. I mean, nigga, you can't... I mean... Okay, this is probably going to sound fucked up and off base, but like... Nigga, why are you getting jealous over a ghost? Like, yeah. I mean, no disrespect to her old nigga that died, but like, nigga, he died. Like, you are physically here in prison and accounted for. Like... Right. Why, why are you insecure that she still got love for like this nigga in like a like sense of like, hey, I cared about you as a, as a person and you fucking died, like nigga. Right. It's it's a memorial. It's not you know, it's not them hooking back up. Like yeah, they can't, nigga. Like he did. <laughs> like that. Well, like oh my god. <laughs> Nigga, it ain't like she. It ain't like she finna go for Jill Scott and suck the goat, the ghost dick. Like you, can she? Like, Whoa! What a reference! <laughs> <laughs> what a reference! Uh, <laughs> like, nigga, like it ain't, it ain't like you gonna catch her on the. Ain't like one one day you gonna walk in the living room and catch her on all fours, soaking, sucking invisible pee, nigga. Like she. 
Like, nigga, you are here. You are alive. She, she with you. This is a memorial. And then she finna make a goddamn seance and she didn't try to resurrect the nigga. <laughs> this ain't the Amityville horror, nigga. Goddamn. Calm down. <laughs> nigga, oh, <laughs> Oh shit! I think this is, is a new. This is a new. This is a new loaf of niggas being being threatened by a ghost. The ghost of niggas past. Oh boy! <laughs> the, yeah, that whole shit is hilarious. That is very hilarious. Oh, niggas will never, niggas will never cease to amaze you with how ridiculous they can be. It's like he, he mad, mad. He mad, mad. Very mad. Well, I don't know. Listen, if if you feel that threatened, just if you feel that threatened by this, then just break up with her. Yep, I think you will be a damn fool. But if you really feel that bad about it, just break up with her. That's what we but that's what we gonna call it. You gotta you gotta end this if that's how you feel. Correct. Oh man. Well, I think that does it for this episode of Crown and Collars. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for being a part of this. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend. Use the hashtag Crown and Collars when you're listening. Um, check us out on our social medias. Um, we apologize. I swear to God, I'm gonna get with Candace and I'm gonna get down to the nitty-gritty of why our stuff don't be posting like it should be on IG. Um, but please bear with us. We're we going to get that thing. Oh, I, I am going to, I am determined to get that shit solved tonight before I go to bed. So thank but still, thank you all who all follow the Instagram page. Thank you all for following us on Facebook, Twitter, wherever you find podcast um leave us some ratings and reviews haven't gotten those in a while five stars only please no one star woes um and if you only leave us four stars we just think you're being petty um and only we can be petty not y'all um that's all i got bianca you got anything um trans life still matter we out peace Baby.